This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning, Governor DeSantis. Ron here. Um, don't say gay. Don't say as the first two words in a sentence spoken by a political leader of a state in the United States of America, don't say. Don't say, you Nazi pig. Say. First Amendment. Read about it. Then run for office. You piece of Hey, how are you? That's a fun way to start the show, don't you think? Uh, I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. It's March 30th, 2022. It's happy birthday to my brother day, March 30th, 79, 42 years old, 43 years old now. Man, we're getting old. You're catching up to me, bro. Um, That was uh, Hollywood actor Ron Perlman uh, with a ridiculous, ridiculous selfie video yelling at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for something that is completely made up in Ron Perlman's head. And I think the theme of the show today will be enough is enough. It is time to fight back against these freaks and their imaginary problems. Uh, So of course we are live streaming on Rumble, on YouTube and on Blaze TV. Do me a favor, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, But you know, Over the last week or so, I've really been hitting hard on just the ineptitude of our government, our officials, the lies of mainstream media. And I think maybe something's turning right now. I think so many people are waking up so fast. I think the the curtain has been pulled back to the point that so many people are seeing what is really going on here, that it is time we start going on the offense. And Ron DeSantis has been doing that right here in Florida. So we're going to be talking about this from this idiotic don't say gay bill, which, by the way, uh, Ron Perlman, uh, if you're watching and you don't know who Ron Perlman is, he's he's an actor. He was in Hellboy. What what else was this guy in? He was in Hellboy and Hellboy 2. They weren't so great. Can we Google maybe what else this guy was in? I don't know what he was in. The guy needs an orthodontist more than anything else. That was the main takeaway from the from the video there. Um, But this is what they do to people. They have broken people so deeply, so profoundly, that you have a grown man taking a selfie video that he sends out to his over million Twitter followers, right? And he talks about don't say gay, the implication being that don't say or gay is in the bill, and it's not. It's not. You guys know that. We're going to unpack it a little bit in just a moment. Uh, But then, so he makes up what's in the bill because the, the media has you know, push this meme of don't say gay out there. And then not only does he make it up and then his response, or he makes it up or he's been duped by the made up thing that the media pushes. But then his response is to call Ron DeSantis a Nazi. 
Let me just tell you something about Ron DeSantis. I actually, uh, I'm not saying this to brag, but I, I've met him a couple times now since I've been in Florida. I was an enemy of the state in California, and now I've hung out with the governor a few times. I actually had dinner with him and a few other people last week. Um, and the word gay was said at the table. It was. And the first lady wished me well uh, because we're having kids. Uh, these are good, decent people who are fighting massive corporations. And it's the individual versus the machine right now. And DeSantis is modeling the right thing. Um, these are bad guys. He calls him a Nazi? A Nazi? You, Ron Perlman, would be the Nazi. So anyway, the theme of the show today is it's time to fight back. There are, there are signals out there that are showing us that fighting back is winning. And we're going to model a whole bunch of that for you over the show today. So it's going to be DeSantis versus Woke Disney. Uh, John Stewart, who's gone fully woke, it's it's so depressing. He was sort of a half good liberal, I suppose, something like that. Well, now he's just gone all in on like the anti-white hate and all just the stupid woke bullshit on his show that I guess is on Apple TV. I don't think anyone's watching it, but I did see this one clip. We got to show it to you. Uh, and then some COVID stuff where uh, Fauci is now admitting and, and data is coming out that they, they just didn't know what they were doing. They have no idea that anything that they did work. So that's what we're doing today. So buckle in people, because today, today we're going on the offense. It's not just about commenting. I try not to do that in general. It's not just about commenting on what these people are doing and exposing their nonsense. But now I think it's time for a shift. And the shift is we go on offense now and, and let's start beating these people and these bad ideas because they, they deserve it. Uh, and it's being done correctly here in Florida and speaking of Florida, the tour, the don't burn this country tour kicks off in Florida in Orlando on April 18th. There are all the dates. I don't want to belabor it, uh, but tickets are selling really fast, especially VIP tickets. You can go to DaveRubin.com slash events. Don Jr. is joining me. Uh, Michael Malice, Yanmi Park, Glenn Beck, Megan McCain, Megan Kelly, a whole bunch of other people, Dennis Prager, Larry Elder. A lot of my good friends will add some more people pretty soon, and uh, I look forward to seeing you good people out there. And before we get to anything else, I want to talk to you about Battle Box. I have a giant Battle Box. Man, this thing's heavy on my desk right now. You know how you're gonna find your new favorite piece of outdoor gear? Well, if you sign up for BattleBox, it finds you. BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. Getting the best gear for yourself not only takes time, but can be incredibly expensive. That's why BattleBox brings you name brand, high quality products every month at half the price of what they'd cost on their own. Just pick the box that works for you and get tested and vetted products you can trust that are selected by an expert team of outdoor professionals from an Aquapod emergency water kit, which we have, to an Atomic Bear survival bivy delivered right to your doorstep each month. BattleBox has shipped over a million boxes since 2015 and has been featured everywhere from the New York Times to Survivor's Edge. David loves to go camping and was excited to find the high quality binoculars and a knife in our box. Personally, I'm worried about the zombie apocalypse, which is why I'm always warning you people, they're coming for us all. Uh, and uh, we want to make sure we have enough food in our house when it happens. So I was thrilled to receive BattleBox's 72-hour 72 72 emergency meal kit. Find out why outdoor enthusiasts call BattleBox the best gear I never knew I wanted. Sign up, receive, survive. What are you waiting for? Don't miss another BattleBox mission. And from now until March 31st, that's tomorrow, get a free mystery box worth 115 bucks with any new subscription at trybattlebox.com. Slash Ruben, that's free mystery box worth 115 bucks at trybattlebox.com slash Ruben, trybattlebox.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. Okay, so the don't say gay bill 
which doesn't have the words don't say or gay in it, it's actually called HB 1557, has officially passed here in Florida. It has been signed by Ron DeSantis. Uh, so first off, why don't we just go through what is in the bill one more freaking time. So first off, there's the basic thing that you cannot talk to children in kindergarten through third grade about gender identity or sexuality. And if that thing make, if you think that's weird, then just I want you to picture what a first grader would be doing talking to a state employee about gender identity. Really think about that. Try to picture that in your mind. A first grader, a six-year-old that you know, and that that state uh, employee could then hide that from the parents. That's what they're trying to get rid of. That's all this is really about. But now please show that image again. It also adds a couple things related to transparency, which we should all want. Notify parents of changes to health or well-being of the kid. Of course you would want that. Don't encourage withholding information from parents. Of course you would want that. Uh, allow parents to access child student records. Yes, the parents should know what's going on at school. Let parents refuse school health care services. Sure, the school does not own the child. Get parental permission for health screening. These are all basic, obvious things. And everything, everything, everything coming out of Hollywood, coming out of the corporate press, coming out of the blue check journalists, they lie about everything. We have, we've crossed the Rubicon, people. They've lied about a lot of stuff for a long time, but now there's nothing they don't lie about. Like everything that I talked to you about yesterday with Biden lying about everything, the machine, all it has left is lies and defamation and slander and the rest of it. That's all they got left. So here is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, signing the bill into law and saying that he ain't going anywhere. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. <clears throat> Here I stand. I'm not backing down. This is the individual versus the machine. This is the American story. This is why American ingenuity has flourished because of individual rights that the man, you, the man, the individual can stand up to the man. You get it? And DeSantis is doing it. It's not fun to say I'm fighting Disney, the biggest corporation in the world that owns so much of our cultural apparatus. Uh, it's not a fun thing. Like there's this feeling like, I don't know, could Disney destroy me? Like, is that, what, is that really where we're at? But I think we all kind of feel that. Like if I say something bad about Disney, I don't know what Disney's going to do to me. It's like Disney is the bad guy in a Disney movie. So he signs the bill. And he tells Disney, I am standing up against you. And by the way, it's not just that he's standing up against Disney as if they're just some company that exists somewhere. I mean, Disney, Florida, Orlando. It's like, there's a lot of Floridians here that work for Disney. And he's saying, no, I will do what's right. So then of course, on cue, here is the statement from Disney. Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should have never been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed 
to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. Screw you, Disney. You're lying about what the bill is. You are being held hostage by a radical group of leftist woke activists in your own company. And I hope, I hope and believe that they will actually destroy your entire company. Because once wokeism is in a system, we've seen this at educational institutions, we've seen this at other corporations, we've seen this in our government. Once wokeism is in and your, your eye is off the ball, right? You're not looking at what the goal is. What is the goal of an of a entertainment company? It should be to produce the best entertainment, to sell the most tickets, and that's what it should be. But you guys have decided that agenda matters more than that, and I hope it destroys your whole fucking kingdom. I hope Mickey gets crushed by the pillar on top of that stupid castle, okay? That's what you people deserve at this point. That is what you deserve. It is, there is nothing wrong with this bill. I happen to be gay. Big damn deal. It just, it doesn't matter. It's one thing about me. I'm married to a gay dude, okay? We're having kids. Regular gay people want nothing to do with this thing. What does being gay, when they say, Disney, we're defending our LGBT employees, what does being gay as an adult and entering a consensual relationship with another adult where now you can get married because we have equality in America, you can have a family and all of those things, what does that have to do with a state employee telling a kindergartner that their gender and their biology does not match what their gender identity could be, and then to hide that from their parents. These people are genuinely evil. I, I, it's extraordinary how evil they are, and they're doing it right in front of us. Disney are the bad guys. They, they also have all sorts of relationships in China. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, but now we have this incredible compilation. It's about a minute and a half. D Disney had an internal meeting of a ton of higher-ups, I'll tell you after we play the clip who some of these people are, but a ton of higher ups, they did this internal meeting about the don't say gay bill and how they intend to continue to, to infect people with this woke bullshit. And it got exposed, of course, because everything gets exposed, of course, these days, because things are on Zoom and everywhere else. So just take a look and listen to these series of people uh, who uh, they want your kids. Last summer, we, we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our lives feels. So we no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello everyone or hello friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those, those recorded messages. And so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the Magic Kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. Many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and and, and yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just, just get to be characters. On my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA, um, the showrunners were super welcoming, Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like 
I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last, like, like they are turning it around. They're going hard. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. This are, like I was just wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to like. The, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of But like I, I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. We're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are, the next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. And we're already seeing that in Texas. So the slippery slope between these ugly messages, um, you know, emanating from legislative leaders in our state and then amplified by our governor, whose spokesperson immediately began calling everyone who opposed this bill uh, groomers, a.k.a. pedophiles. Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And so I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like a, the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender nonconforming characters are in the background. Okay. So who are these people that just spoke there? I'm just going to break it down real quick. The woman who said that they're not going to use gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls anymore. That's Disney's diversity and inclusion manager, Vivian Ware. She's up there. She has a ridiculous amount of power because all the kids that were going to Disney and that, you know, before you'd get on the ride, they were going, boys and girls, line up, get on the ride. That was actually causing hate. And there were all sorts of hate crimes. They were murdering children, apparently, because of that. Uh, the next lady who said that she has a transgender child and a pansexual child, I don't know what that has to do with her work at a giant corporation, that's Disney corporate president, Carrie Burke. Um, so congratulations, you have those kids. That's just fine with me. I don't have a problem with gay people, actually. I think it's a perfectly uh, normal part of society. There are gay animals, there are gay human beings. It's it's part of the experience, right? It's, a, it's an outlier sexuality, but it's part of the thing. Uh, but you think because you have these kids that somehow that should... Uh, infect all of your work. Uh, the next person was Disney executive producer Latoya Ravenu. She said that she's implementing her not-so-secret gay agenda into all of the movies. Again, this has nothing to do with being anti-gay, but do you want your children to be propagandized by people that are telling you that they are activists? And if even if remove gay from this, whatever that they would want to propagandize to your children, whatever thoughts they would want your children to have, they're saying, hey, we operate as a propaganda uh, outlet, not as an entertainment outlet. Uh, the next person was Disney's activism partner, Nadine Smith of Equality California. Uh, she said that they want, that DeSantis wants to erase you, criminalize your existence and take your kids. Uh, again, I had dinner with him last week. Um, there was no moment of taking my kids or criminalizing me. I had the steak. It was pretty good, actually. Was, we went to this place, Flagler's in West Palm Beach. It was really excellent. I had a, I had a tomahawk. They seared that thing just freaking perfectly. And DeSantis made sure that I had dessert. So uh, that's, that's the reality of what's going on here. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Chris Rufo, who uh, you guys know, he's been on the show many times, who is exposing most of this. I think he was the one that got this video because he gets all of these leakers at these companies to send him videos. And it's important to know what these people are doing. This has nothing to do with being prejudiced towards gay people. This has nothing to do with breaking up gay families or not allowing a kid to say, I have two dads, or that the parents can't come to the play at the school or anything else. 
This is about transparency in education and making sure that state employees cannot infect children with whatever their ideas are and then hide it from the parents. But unfortunately, we don't have a mainstream media that is honest. We have a corporate press that is a propaganda outlet for a bunch of woke lunatics. And uh, then guys like me have to do this. Uh, but we can fight back. We can fight back and you guys are fighting back. People are fighting back. Glenn Youngkin won in Virginia over this, over critical race theory. It's connected to all of these things. It's connected to the gender stuff, right? He, he ran against critical race theory and he ran against wokeism and he won the governorship in Virginia. So there are wins. But before I fully move on, uh, I decided to take, not to just talk about this stuff, but to actually do something. So you know what I did this morning? I canceled Disney Plus. And many of you may say, Dave, why did you have Disney Plus? And I was trying with Star Wars. And you know what? Mandalorian wasn't that great. Boba Fett really wasn't that great. But I mostly had it because I have, we have young nieces and nephews. And when they come over, I wanted them to be able to watch. But you know what? We're going to get a stick. I'm going to go out into the backyard. We're going to find a stick. And when the kids come here, well, they can jump in the pool if they want. Or they can play with the stick outside. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Stop paying these people. Stop giving them your money and your attention and your time. You don't have to give it to me, but don't give it to them. I really mean that. I really mean that. Enough is enough. Cancel them. Don't go to their movies anymore. Don't buy their crappy overpriced products. They destroyed Star Wars. They destroyed my childhood dreams. That's what they did. And now they want to infect and control you. And you want to go there and spend, a, I think the, the new Star Wars land that they have now, which, which supposedly sucks, is $5,000 a night for a family of four. Yeah, these people really care about you. Uh, but fight back. And how do you do it? You model this guy because here's DeSantis more, uh, even more so going off on uh, Disney. For Disney to come out and put a statement and say that the bill should have never passed and that they are going to actively work to repeal it, I think one was fundamentally dishonest, but two, I think that crossed the line. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. And then for them to say they're going to actively work to repeal substantive protections for parents, as a company that is supposedly marketing its services to parents with young children, uh, I think they crossed the line. And, you know, people ask me, you know, kind of about, you know, their posture on the bill. I said, you know what? If we would have put in the bill that you were not allowed to have curriculum that discussed the oppression of the Uyghurs in China, Disney would have endorsed that in a second. And that's the hypocrisy of this. And, um, you know, we're going to make sure we're fighting back when people are threatening our parents and threatening our kids. You get it? Fight back. And I do want to address one specific thing he said there, uh, which is that they're going to work to overturn this legislation. That's what Disney said. Disney is a giant corporation. What right does it have to go against the will of the people of the state, the legislature, which writes the laws, and the executive, the governor, who signs the laws uh, in this state? What right do they have? They are not our overlords. But these corp and I thought the I thought the people, I thought the meme out there was that corporations are bad, right? What do we always hear from the lefties? Bernie, corporations are bad. 
Elizabeth Warren, carburetor. That was my Elizabeth Warren. That wasn't so good. Uh, but the Bernie was carburetor. I thought corporations are bad, but oh, I guess corporations are good when it comes to, you know, injecting this insane leftist woke bullshit, right? It's just enough of all of this, but it's infected everything with Hollywood. And that's why we have to cancel and move on from all of these things. And I mean, cancel this. I don't mean cancel culture, destroy human beings, which is what they do and try to infect people. I mean, stop giving them their your money and stop paying attention to them. So we're going to get to a little bit more on Woke Hollywood in just a sec, but I wanna to talk to you about Cozy Earth because I'm fired up. And one thing that's nice when you're fired up is to get into a nice pair of cozy pants, people. If you appreciate the softness and comfort of truly luxury bedding, you're gonna to love today's sponsor, Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth is renowned for offering the softest, most luxurious, environmentally friendly and ethically produced bedding today. So it's not surprising that Cozy Earth has received thousands of five-star ratings like this recent review from Carol Who'd have ever thought of a set of sheets could make a difference in how you sleep? The first night I used the sheets, I slept straight through and every night since. No more overheating, waking, tossing and turning, just incredible sleep. Cozy Earth sheets are made from the finest luxury materials, including soft viscous from highly sustainable bamboo. And their bedding is not only super soft, lightweight and breathable, but temperature regulating too, so you sleep at the perfect temperature year round. I love this stuff, I truly, truly do. The sweatpants, the sweatshirts, the whole thing. Cozy Earth even offers a 100 night sleep trial, which means you have 100 nights to sleep on it, wash it, try it out. If you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. And for a limited time, you can save 35% off on Cozy Earth. Just go to CozyEarth.com Dave and enter code Dave at checkout to save 35%. Now that's CozyEarth.com Dave and be sure to enter Dave at checkout for 35% off. And now back to me. Okay. So more from Hollywood, because all it does is choke out propaganda. So you guys remember Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart was the host of The Daily Show for about 20 years, uh, 18, 19, 20 years, something like that. Uh, little known fact, some of you may know this, I actually interned at The Daily Show in 1999 uh, when Jon Stewart had just taken over. You may remember that Craig Kilborn, who was a former ESPN anchor, a guy I really loved in college, uh, he was the first host of The uh, the Daily Show, and then John took over. It was a very weird time to be there because there was a lot of turnover. They were firing a lot of people. Their senses of humor were different, so there was a lot of churn there. But it was a it was a formative experience. I was doing stand up at night. I was interning there during the day. I was working at Electronics Boutique, which you now know as GameStop, uh, in my free time, so I could have a little little money, eat some food. I was eating a lot of tuna back then. I'll probably die of a mercury overdose because that's all I could afford. In any event, over the 20 years that Jon Stewart hosted the, uh, the Daily Show, you know, there was a idea out there that this is where young people get their news. And it's, that's what everyone kept saying. This is where young people get their news. And it was a, a culturally important show, right? And then, you know, and he was sort of a good, basically a good liberal, like sort of, it was before wokeism, really. Uh, he completely went in on Trump derangement syndrome. And then he dipped out uh, as Trump had his four years. So... He kind of went away for a while. Now he's back apparently with a show on Apple TV and he's gone full woke. He's gone full woke. These lefties, and this is like the Bill Maher thing I always talk about, they just don't know when to stop. And thus, the problem with white people. Yeah. Hold on. I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna stop for a second and, and pose so you can get your memes out. Okay, there we go. Get a good picture for your clickbaits. 
for however sincerely we want to reckon and listen. The truth is, America has always prioritized white comfort over black survival. It's such boring bullshit. And trust me, it went on and on and on. And he had a ridiculous panel uh, where he was basically applauding as a white woman was calling, a, a white woman who seemingly didn't know she was white, calling all white men evil. This stuff is so, yes, America has always been based on white comfort. All the men who died in coal mines and who were laying track and died and got burned in horrible accidents in oil rigs and all of those things. It was all done in the name of white power so that white comfort ultimately could rule the day. This is the best, maybe not for much longer, and you freaks are doing a pretty good job of destroying it. This is the best country in the history of the world. Jon Stewart, give up your show, man. What are you doing? You're a white dude. You're a white dude, okay? Uh, maybe you should give up your show and give it to a black guy. Is there not some black guy that could do comparably what you do? You're pandering woke bullshit. What are you doing? Why are you taking the 10 million bucks? I'm sure it's gotta be at least a $10 million a year deal from Apple TV, right? That's a lot of money. Why don't you give it to a black guy? But you're not gonna do that. Colbert, you're not gonna do that. Jimmy Kimmel, you're not gonna do that. You're just gonna tell white people how horrible they are. And it's like, man, you... I've just had it with these freaking people. But the funny thing about Jon Stewart is the same thing as Bill Maher, which is he sometimes kind of gets it. And then you see all these people that are like, oh my God, he kind of gets it. He's a liberal who's not a complete moron. It's a miracle. My God, we should, somebody should say something. It's so wonderful. You may remember a couple months back, uh, I believe this was June when Jon Stewart was on uh, the Colbert show. And even though for a year and a half, a whole bunch of us were saying, uh, do you think that maybe COVID was a lab leak? Well, Jon Stewart said it on Colbert and then suddenly everyone was allowed to talk about it. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation. A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the <laughs> chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. All right, I, I don't know. Is he funny anymore? Like, I don't know. It's not for me to say. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But the point is that after that, Suddenly, mainstream media said we were allowed to talk about the, la the lab leak. Before that, people were getting banned from Twitter, kicked off Facebook, shadow banned, the rest of it, from all of the social media sites for even questioning that maybe there was a lab leak. Maybe there was a lab leak that led to all of this. So, so John gets some stuff right, but he's, unfortunately, this is what happens. And, and there's a reason, there's an entropy to it. Why do so many of the, the supposed good liberals or these people who are not complete idiots, I don't think John in his heart is a complete idiot. I, I really don't. I think he's probably 
mostly a decent guy. But once you go into that thing on the left, once you go into collectivism, once you go into wokeism, there's nothing you can do to defend yourself against it because now you have to bow because at the end, John, you are now a, I don't know, 60 year old white guy. You are a 60 year old white guy. So you know you have to bow to the activist base. So give up your show. I really mean that. Give up your show. Give up your show or at least, John, you, I have no doubt, I mean, you must be worth 50 million bucks. At least give up 20 million bucks to help young black TV hosts get shows. If, if you really believe any of this, but none of them believe any of it. He just want clicks. I, I don't know, is anyone watching Apple? Do people pay for Apple TV? That's a thing people pay for? Ridiculous. But anyway, speaking of COVID, it, it all continues. It all continues because Anthony Fauci, the man we were not allowed to question for two years, the man who lied about masks, lied about social distancing, lied about what the NIH was doing in Wuhan, all of the stuff. Well, now he's kind of admitting that he doesn't even know if lockdowns work. I'm interested in your reluctance to use the word lockdown. Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think the restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from, lockdown, there's certainly prevented a lot of infections, prevented a lot of hospitalizations, and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences, particularly in children who are not allowed to go to school, in the psychological and mental health aspects it has on children, in the economic stress that it puts on society in general, on individual families. Obviously, those are negative consequences that are unintended. Or are they intended, you freak? So when he talks about it prevented lockdowns, infe uh, prevented infection, hospitalization, hospitalization, and death, notice, as always, he never gives you numbers. How many hospitalizations did it prevent? Lockdowns, locking people in their houses. Doesn't tell you that. How, how many people didn't die because of it? Doesn't tell you that, because he doesn't have data on that. And when he talks about the unintended consequences, was it not obvious? from beat one, if you locked people down, that alcoholism rates were gonna go up and drug use was gonna go up and depression and all sorts of stuff that we have seen. I mean, crazy rates of all of these things. And I'd love to see numbers on how many more people are on prescription pills these days, as opposed to two years before, although I'm sure he would love that, Mr. Science over there. And what this all proves is that DeSantis, again, I'm trying to show you that there is a way to fight back and it starts with the individual because DeSantis is just one man there is a way to fight back. And what it shows you is that when, when all hell was breaking loose, some people didn't completely lose their minds. And in Florida, they didn't completely lose their minds. So if any of it worked, if any of it worked, the rates of COVID and death and hospitalizations and all this stuff would have been completely out of control here in Florida and completely under control in California. And you know what? From all the studies that I've seen, and I welcome you to show me counter studies, it's been pretty much comparable, pretty much comparable on top of the fact that Florida has the second oldest population in the United States, okay? So they have lied about everything and that's all they can do. That's all they can do. And uh, if you think, Dave, well, no, they don't lie about everything. They wouldn't just make up numbers and a whole bunch more on that. Well, first I've got some info here on just generally what has happened with COVID. This is from the Daily Wire. Uh, more than half of Americans, 52%, say they have contracted the virus, according to a new Monmouth University poll. 
This appears to be the first poll to show a majority of Americans saying they've been infected at some point. An August poll from the Pew Research Center showed that 30% had tested positive or were pretty sure they'd contracted the virus. Uh, Okay, so that means a whole bunch of people got it in states that did lock down and didn't lock down. And you know what, 99.9 whatever percent of people survived and everyone should take whatever precautions they think are necessary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. But now back to the lying, because they do lie about everything. You're not going to admit this. The CDC, yeah, they bungled the numbers. They're, They're admitting it now. We've got more from the Daily Wire here. The Center for Disease Control updated its COVID-19 death statistics last week, revealing that the agency had included an additional 72,000 deaths, 72,000 deaths that should not have been counted as COVID deaths. The change impacted 26 states and all age groups. The CDC explained in a footnote that the overcount stemmed from a coding logic error. Yeah, they forgot to carry the one. With a total of about 970,000 deaths from COVID-19, the extra, death, the extra deaths compose about 7.5% of that number. That ain't no small number. 416 extra pediatric COVID-19 deaths also represent a significant revision from the initial data. The question of how to differentiate between how many deaths were from COVID-19 and how many deaths were deaths were with COVID-19 still remains, meaning that if you went to the hospital, and you had some other infection or something else that was gonna kill you, but you also had COVID, they would just chalk it up to COVID. But okay, so they lied all along about what they were doing and whether it was working or not. They never really tell you the numbers. They fudge all the statistics. And now they're admitting, oh, we had a coding error at the CDC. You know, somebody, is anyone gonna be fired? Is anyone gonna be reprimanded? No, 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 because the machine is evil, people. Okay, I just realized I haven't taken a breath in, in six minutes. All right. So let's, uh, let's recap the show today. There's a lot of weird stuff out there. There really is. Uh, we are fighting corporations. We are fighting what seemingly are inept governments and officials and all of those things. But do you know what we have? We have the individual. We have our own free minds. There are places in this country where that still flourishes. We still, even if it's hampered, have the ability to communicate with each other through these pipes but we must build new things. We must build new entertainment outlets. The Daily Wire is doing a hell of a job of it. The Blaze is doing a hell of a job of it. I think we're doing a hell of a job of it. We must build new technology. Rumble's doing a hell of a job of it. Locals is doing a hell of a job of it. We need new payment processors. We need, we need everything, literally everything. We need to figure out how if you don't want to be a cog in this very, very evil machine that you must find a way to do business with people you wanna do business with. I'm not for jailing these people. I'm not for destroying them and, and pushing them to the margins of society. I just don't want anything to do with them. And I am going to continue to devote my life to making sure that a flourishing America, and it starts here in a flourishing Florida, exists. And that's what we have to push on. And 
DeSantis is just one guy. You know, I know I talk about him a lot here, but it's like one guy is saying enough's enough. One guy is saying to Pharaoh, no, let my people go. Like it's enough of this, enough of this. And I know you've got power and I know you've got armies and I know you've got big tech and I know you've got corporations and I know you've got the media and you can lie and slander and, and seemingly destroy all of us. But if that's why you're not saying anything, then you're digging your own grave because it will only get worse. It's your silence that acquiesces to it, right? It's your silence that feeds it so that it keeps moving and moving and moving. So it's us versus the mob. It's us versus the mob. And the mob, guess what? The mob, it's powerful and it eats people that otherwise sort of get it. It eats people like Bill Maher. It eats people like Jon Stewart. That's not an attack on them, but they, they're, yes, it's white people that are the problem. We, we live in the most tolerant society probably in the history of the world. We really, really do. The only people who are really intolerant right now are the woke leftists. And yes, there are some on the right. There are, there really are. They have no institutional power. They have no institutional power. But are there some racists? Are there some old school white supremacist racists somewhere? Are there people who really have true bigotry in their heart that are, that are more right leaning or whatever you want to call that? Of course there are. Um, but we are all being dysregulated. We are being dysregulated by algorithms and bots and trolls and all of these things. And we need to figure out a way to win this battle. I think, I think DeSantis is doing it just by saying, here I am, here is what I believe. Um, I am trying to say, here I am, here is what I believe. I think if you do it, whatever that means to you, whatever small step you can take, we can do this. No one else is going to save you. No one is going to save you. Guys, I got a book tour coming out. DaveRubin.com slash events. You can see me in Orlando and West Palm and Raleigh, North Carolina and Brea and Oxnard and a whole bunch of other places. Don Jr. is joining me, Megan Kelly. You know the spiel already. DaveRubin.com slash events. We're adding more VIP seats, I think, at all the venues because a bunch of them sold out real quick. I think there'll be more added a little bit later today. Uh, as always, if you want to chat uh, during the show, you can join us at RubinReport.Locals.com. Part two of my interview with the original Wolf of Wall Street, the real Wolf of Wall Street. It was not Leo. It was Jordan Belfort. Uh, that is up on YouTube right now. The full thing's up at RubenReport.Locals.com. And we've got a cold close for you because DeSantis, he was just nailing it across the board. And while uh, people like Bill Maher are basically saying that Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, is just a token, just a token black guy. There should be a black seat for the token black guy. Well, DeSantis had a little something else. Have a great day, everybody. The only thing I will say, Clarence Thomas, greatest living justice and one of the greatest public servants in America. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report direct message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.